0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talk To Me Toast. It's the very first episode of the year, so, you know, felicitations are in order. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you guys for listening even into a new year. This is our third anniversary at this point because... 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, I don't even know anymore, like you guys have been here. So shout out to you guys, um, and today I had to I had to bring in a bright light to start the year. <laughs> I couldn't just start the year anyhow, I couldn't just like, you know, pop in here anyhow, willy, willy, what was the expression? So I have a very special guest who is near and dear to my heart. She's first and foremost my friend. When I started to introduce her, she was giving me all sorts of description. I said, <laughs> first and foremost, she is my friend, my sister, you know. Yeah. She also happens to be an author, a community builder, a purpose coach. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to be this person. She is super talented. She's done a lot of different things. I'm going to get into it. But I just knew that having a Mikeli, or Duton oh, in our God. midst who inspire
1: us, you see, you see, she's already coming with guest speaker energy, Amy <laughs> <he> said
0: glory, <laughs>
1: because, I haven't, I haven't heard that surname said like that in a while, like, yeah. you know, my son is always like my maiden name, so now that I'm hearing it for the first time,
0: like, I'm so honored to have the opportunity to introduce <laughs> you in such capacity, so, welcome, Amy, how are you doing? So,
1: Happy New Year, Toes, and thank you so much for having me. It's such a joy to speak with you. Always, always lively, always with times, memories, and I'm just so happy to be on. Talk with Toast. I've been, I've been dreaming I, about it. I'm here. First guest. I feel today. like it's overdue because,
0: like, I feel like me and you, we always have these conversations that are so like profound, yeah. and like in retrospect, I feel like we should have been recording them. So this is our opportunity now. To have a conversation that's documented, not just mm-hmm. for us, but for other people, because mm-hmm. I just like when I think back to the like, excessive milestones in my life, milestones mm-hmm. in your life, I think about the conversations that we had around those times, and I'm just like, wow, 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 I'm wow, wow, wow.
1: Laundry, and I'm just glad that we've grown together, we're supporting each other. Yes. I'm just grateful to God for yeah, everything to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to start also very lightly,
1: yeah,
0: and just ask. How is married life treating you? <laughs> oh,
1: um, my life. You're not
0: laughing. You're <laughs> laughing like a married woman. I'm sorry. You're laughing like a married woman. Uh
1: uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my life. I won't say it has been easy, but it's been fun all the way, and that's because of the person I'm joining with. It's been first of all before before my, um, before my husband. He's my friend right so it's very easy i, can, I just don't still believe i'm married most times i'm like i can't believe that you know i'm actually in this season but it's been it's been joyful it's been i have had enough support i've had the best time time is just going i'm like ah uh, uh, what's going on how am i already this month into my marriage and everything yeah. yeah it's been great
0: that's amazing like like you said it feels like your wedding was just yesterday like i remember being at your bridal shower in fact Um, forget even your bridal shower i remember you dragging me because i was not able to fly (laughs) for the wedding i'm
1: not dragging you now i'm I'm very understanding you know
0: if you say so if you say so but yeah like i i agree that like you know time has kind of flown in that sense Mm -hmm. and you know i like that you kind of worded it that you're in this season now because like you've been through seasons right like Mm -hmm. You know, just like following your journey, like I think when I just met you, you were doing meso eats
1: <gasps> for our food days, to see, oh, Our food
0: days, you were doing meso eats. Oh, so let's let's oh. let's start from there. Let's actually start from there because there's parts of your story before that I will still get into when we talk about your book. Okay. bullet actually starts from because you, you you understand what i mean like yeah let's arrange it there's in the order that people will digest it so okay. talk to me about you know starting meso eats what that mm-hmm. was why it happened like everything with that just just me about meso eats
1: yeah meso eats was uh that's started in 2015 and i feel like my life everything that i've, I've done so date as only a have been ordained by god and not just ordained by God, he has but it has brought destiny relationships to my life at every point. So I haven't had to struggle Because see, Even when it comes to business, even when it comes to relationships, I've, I've not had to struggle. How myself it started was I've had this dream to start a food a food business since twenty eleven when I was still in school. But because I went to McMaster and because I was in school, I was just like, Ah, it's stressed to start a business. How would I go about, yeah. you know? You know, promoting, marketing. How would I go about food packaging? Who would buy from me? All that yadi So I'm just like you know, I'll just keep this business idea till like when I'm done school and figure it out. Um, but it turned out that I, I in 20, 2015, I say I graduated from from um, university for my bachelor's degree, and then I started working at Rogers. I was working at Rogers also my friend, um, Richard, who, who happens to be my business partner. Um, so we went to school together. We, we, we did four year together. We did most of our, of our group projects together. And we ended up in the same company. And I grew up that that was Destiny. And one day, he just, during lunch break at work, he just said that he had a business idea that he's into fitness and he knows that love food. And he wants us to like collaborate and do something together where we're uh, providing healthy versions of Nigerian food to people, and I'm just like I hadn't told him about my business idea. I hadn't spoken about it, but the fact that he came to meet me, it was very level-minded. He already had like a business plan, everything. So I'm just like, look at God. So we literally spoke every every lunch break, we actually had business uh, meetings to think how how we start this business, how we go from there, and it's also into marketing. Richard, by the way, mm-hmm. was. It was from England, so he had like gendered accents, you know. So I'm like, you know what, that's your niche. So all our customers, if you would want to take out the calls, you know, walk customers to us. Like people will hear your accent, I would just want to buy food. So me, I just need to be back <laughs> to end. So I, I like this is going to work. Like, gee, this is this is um, game plan. And so we literally um, had that idea, worked on our website together because we also study computer science. We're very good. We're very hands-on people. So we worked on the website together took pictures. It was it was challenging taking pictures, trying to make sure the quality was good, but we had a lot of buy And then we started our business, which ran from 2015 till 2017. Um, So that ran,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that had to stop for two main reasons. One was 2017, I had to go um, do my master's uh, in a different location, um, Northern Ontario. Um, And then I was the one doing the cooking. I was thinking about sourcing, but I was also very skeptical on who I outsource um my food to thinking of quality, pr- uh, product, customer expectation and you know, brand and everything. So I decided to post and you know, I had a bigger plan for Meso8. Meso8 was not just meant to be um just delivering on Saturdays or the food kitchen business. I still have a big plan for Meso8. My name might change, um, but my end goal is to make something more like a social hub. So, a place where, you know, most times when you go to Nigerian restaurant, you just buy food mm. and nobody really does, like, their yeah, events in a, in a Nigerian restaurant. So, I'm trying to, you know, have, like, this, you know, like, a social hub where people can come for comedy night, people can play games and eat. And it will just not just be Nigerian food, but also, like, Afrofusion, Asian food. Yeah. But it's a long-term plan. I'm not rushing myself. I'm letting God's will be done. But that's still a desire that I'm still building up with the plan. But, yeah. So, that's it came. Lent. What, I had to stop
0: that for other pursuits that God was calling me. Sure. Yeah. No, that's that's a very interesting story, and I think like you pointed out something that I actually want to. We might come back and talk about more of the day to day of mental eats because I know a lot of people in my audience like are starting side hustles or thinking of doing things like that. So I would actually love you know to mm-hmm. kind of delve into more of the specifics and like get advice there. But mm-hmm. I, I don't want to lose track of something very important that you touched on. So you talked about like how you know, people just, like, come to you, right, like, mm-hmm. um, there's, like, at every point of your journey, there'll be people that, you know, God has kind of brought into your life, and mm-hmm. I know this to be true, like, from the, you know, pieces of history I know, but you also, I didn't know the story about, like, you and Richard going to school together, you know, going to work together, and, you know, thinking during your lunch break, and coming up with, with this thing, mm-hmm. so all that's rambling to say, or to ask, how do you choose, you know, the people that you then work with, like, what's this, what's, you know, I imagine that there's some spiritual elements to that, like, for mm-hmm. you, but then, you know, we, you can talk about that, but also, like, just in terms of, like, um, what kind of strategy thinking are you putting into these things? Like, how do you determine like, okay, this is a good partnership, this is a good partner, this is a good person that I want to work with?
1: Yeah, um, for me, how I decide, first of all, yeah, the spiritual aspect, pray, but then again, I feel like at every point in my life, I have, I always have strategic discussions with people, even as friends. So, um one way or the other, one 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 idea will pop up and then I see how the person you know marinates that idea or brings it out, slashes it, slashes it out. I believe that I don't know everything. So most times when I partner with someone, I want someone that compliments what I can mm-hmm. bring to the table. I'm not looking for, for someone that's like that, that that is like me. I'm looking for someone that compliments me and we can create like a dream team so most times I'm looking for people that okay I have an idea most times I always have ideas but I don't know how to move it forward and people that have come into my life have been able to say oh Amy I got you I know this is what it is. And it's not just telling me they, 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 got, they got me and everything but actually seeing them execute execution is big for me so it's even in the small things I see commitments I see you know this person is not there for just what I can give them because most times I don't give anything it's just more of this is work, and it, they just show me things. This is who you can meet. This is who you can leverage. And I keep praying about it. I have peace about it. And then we talk about we we draw up a business plan, a contract. And if it's meant to be, if um, I see commitment, I see I see passion. I think commitment, mm. passion. I and mean, someone I can not just work with, but I can also be friends with. I'm, I, I like being home with the people I work with. So most of the people I've worked with, have not just been business partners. They've been my friends, my core friends, so it's very easy to, um, I know sometimes people say don't mix um, friendship with um, business and all that, thing, but I cannot work with anybody that I cannot I cannot bring in, because I'm a very vulnerable yeah. person, I'm a very we are doing this together I don't want it to be like, you, this is your own, you take 50, 50, 50, 50%, I take 50%, I want to see that as a friend who are able to come together and create like, yeah. something bigger for for um, the people that were seven
0: i i I totally respect that and i think like at the end of the day you know you're spending a lot of time with this person right like you're you're going to be having you know calls at funny times of the day right you're going to be you know taking your own personal time like on top of like we've never touched on the fact that you you do work nine to five right like so like you are it's, like it's not something that you're necessarily obligated to do, like, you are doing it of your own volition, so you might as well be doing it with somebody that you would be spending time with regardless, even yeah. if you didn't have work to do so, I definitely understand that so, okay when did this food thing now start for you? Because you're telling me, you're telling me that you were thinking of doing a food business in 2011 that means you don't be like food you've been liking for time I've been
1: cooking oh, when wow. I was four years old and I'm like my my because i'm the first born, and then in my house i think my mommy used to beat me when i could not light match it match stick, or when like i cannot i could not cut you know plantain. you have to cut it my mommy's like my way my mommy cuts our plantain it's like the oblong way i used to cut it circular she said, no you have to hold the nice knife like this so i've literally been in the kitchen all my life so i've seen my i'm seeing yeah. my, parents, my mom cook um i it should be, it should be quite honest this is something i don't like telling people but I never, I never really had a child in that sense. I never really watched cartoons like that. It was oh, really wow. Bad. Like, my sisters and my, my brother, they, they are in the living room watching cartoons. But me, I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen, uh, washing plates, cutting fish, doing something. So, literally, my, my childhood was spent cooking. If I'm not cooking, I'm eating out. I was always taking out to eat. I was trying different food. So, I just had that flair for, you know, food and, yeah, all that came with it.
0: So basically, you were the, the stereotypical firstborn daughter. I
1: know, I know. Yeah, I was, I was. But like, okay.
0: So how how do you feel like being that firstborn? Like, do 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 you think that a lot of the things you do now, because from everything you said, there's a lot of discipline, yes. there's a lot of commitments, there's a lot of initiative that you've taken, yes. right? Do you feel like that has anything to do with being a firstborn daughter and all the things you have to do at home?
1: Absolutely. The being a firstborn made me grow up quick. Grow mm. up quick in a sense whereby I didn't have to make certain mistakes because I was not thinking just for myself, but I was I was also thought of people that came after me. Um I was able to think, I'm like, I don't want to be the black shit. I have to because the way I live my life, my, unconsciously, my siblings will follow suit. So I yeah. had to think quick. And I was because I was the firstborn, I was always either with my mom or somebody will take me out. And most times I was with older people. I heard their conversations, I heard the way they spoke. I was not with, I was never with like people of my age. So I was literally, you know, when people are talking about relationships and you know, talking about certain things, I'm there just, yeah, you, dropping on their convers- conversation. I'm just like, hmm, okay, this is how it's done. And you know, of course, so it made me, it created this paradigm in my mind. I was like, this is how to live, this is how to do life. And made me disciplined. Um, so coming coming here, I, I was first person that, that in, my, in my family. Um, before my parents even did, I had, I don't know how the Canada idea just dropped my mind since when I was eight. So since when I was eight years old, I've been preaching, I went to school in Canada. It was so bad that even because normally all my siblings took jam in when, when, when that time came, but it was so bad that I didn't take jam because I already had, it. I already knew that I was going to come to Canada and my, and my parents were very pissed at me because they felt like, what, 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 what would happen if not, what you What not come to Canada? What would happen? I just, I was just so sure. That canada was for me and uh, here i am right? thank god because
0: yeah. it's so funny i had the same thing with my mom where yeah. i didn't know it was going to be canada but i knew i knew that nobody was going to keep me inside the the, the four walls of nigeria, nigeria like nigeria, so nigeria. when it was time to write i would jam but when it was time to write neko i my mom says i absconded. <laughs> i I just simply didn't tell her like what was like i I was doing my work so for those of you who are in nigeria who didn't grow up in nigeria like um the way you have like SATs in america or like igcscs in the uk
1: in nigeria Mm -hmm.
0: there's a number of exams you do when you're finishing school if you want Mm -hmm. to get into nigerian university so there's the white i think it's called like waski um mm-hmm. but we call it why which is like west african examination council right so there's that exam that is kind of compulsory um and then there's jam and NECO, which are both more optional i would say um and those are all the exams that you need to enter school in in a, enter an engineering university but for us we were like we're not writing these exams no but i feel you i think like sometimes like it's so funny because i feel like for a lot of us like that have more of an entrepreneurial streak as well like we just know and i think entrepreneurship is something that for a lot of us you have from when you're young in you and like it's part of who you are and even when you do take on a nine to five you are approaching it with a very entrepreneurial mindset right so Mm -hmm. like you just have that like guts feeling like of like sharp instincts i know exactly what i'm doing i know where i need to be i'm not going to you know waste any time i'm just going to go for what i want and
1: if i feel i feel like pick myself back up and you know, yeah things will happen yeah.
0: no there's there's literally someone i need to literally send this this piece of the conversation to because <laughs> i was literally just having a conversation with someone yesterday i was like yeah like sometimes you just know that is a ridiculous decision, but you make it because you know that that's where you're going and you know that that's what's right for you. And yeah. at the end of the day, if you fail, you pick yourself back up. Because, you know, that's kind of how life works. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of failure, now, let's act like we're in an interview. Mm-hmm. Tell me about a time that you failed and mm-hmm. how you handled that.
1: Mm-hmm. When I think of failure, like I've failed in different things, but I think one feeling that still stands out to me up till today was actually, I know it's going, I would sound like I'm academia right now, but I was actually failing um, GMAT because I was trying to do my master's. I was actually failing yeah. GMAT. I had having to take GMAT five times before I could enter or uh, do yeah. my master's program. That was a real test of it because I'm someone that I pride myself of being very smart. Like all of us in my family, we used to get A plus, that's where we, so coming into, uh, taking GMAT and I, the first one I passed, I got like a 640, but that was a mock exam. So after the mock exam, I got this now 640, cause the, the, most of the schools, most of the top schools took 600 at my So after that, I'm like, okay, I got this, took the second one and I got like a 480. Um, just like, wait, what? took the second one and I got like a 520. Because um, I told myself, that okay, that was higher than the first one. I applied with 5.20. Mm-hmm. And I applied to five schools. Only two schools got back to me with conditional offers. Um, one of the schools, no, one school got back to me with, like, a full offer. And that was, like, my But I did told myself that I was not going to, because I was my like so I am not going to do my master's where I did my undergrad. So yeah. the other school that gave me a conditional offer, I had to retake the gym at. And I already declined at that point. I don't know what's wrong. With me. I, because I had a timeline to accept or decline. I already declined McMaster so I, right now I had only one option <laughs> for masters. And I took the gym at two two other times, and I still and I, I got less than 520.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and at this point, there was a at this point was it was really very mentally draining for me. It was bad that when after I took because once you take your exam, it, you see your score. So going to an exam center, once I saw my score, I was trying to take the bus back home, and see how the devil works, I literally was on the, uh, walking through the bridge, and it all just came to me to just jump down the bridge, and just mm-hmm. take take my life, because I don't know, you know, like, what, like, why would I be taking it, I, every time you take the exam, you pay, you pay like $380 for one exam, and you have to wait for like a mm-hmm. one month period after you get your, your exam to retake it, so just like time was going, and I was just like, the last time I took it, I had to take it in, in Nigeria, because I had to go for my mommy's 50th birthday, and I just had a short timeline. I took it in the worst conditions. A four-hour exam took like, you know, in Nigeria, and I took like seven hours to write it. It took like, I was like, ah, and, this was, and that was the last time I could take gym at, as in, that was like my top. Anyways, I took it in Nigeria, and I got a 580 which yeah. was definitely higher than the I, uh, I, I submitted. I submitted. i 520. submitted so i 580, and hope oh, for the best, man. <laughs> and to God be the degree, they got back to me. They told me that they've never done this before, but because of the strength yeah. of my, my transcript from school, and, you know, those techniques, that's how I did master's. But well, I learned a big lesson there, because I knew a lot of people that should be and up to today, they've not gone for master's, because, because most of the schools required it. And it was just like it was looking tough, but I had to pers- persist to you know take that gym out, and I I went to like I went to Ivy, and I have three of my three of my closest friends were from from Ivy from Ivy, and my relationship with my husband now, of course we started talking with my friends before I went to Ivy, but it, our relationship solidified when I was in Ivy, if we because he had was working in London at that time. If I didn't go to Ivy, I don't think we would have been as close as we are. I don't think we would have been married. So sometimes destiny calls, and that's where my life has been. And once you feel that got to keep at it, no matter how long you feel, just keep at it. And God will help you. His time is not our time, but nothing is impossible with him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So my number one note is go to Ivy Meet. Your
1: <laughs> Let me just try it. That's
0: what you take away from everything you said is go to Ivy meet your husband. <laughs> oh, no, um <laughs> no, but I think like that's such an amazing story, right? Like mm-hmm. I didn't when I asked you that question, I thought you were gonna say something like very like light handed, but like that was like actually like mm-hmm. real stuff because there's times where like I think as people like when we plan our lives and we're like okay, like this is exactly what I want and this is Mm -hmm. where I'm headed and like it can get so consuming right because you're like this is my goal you're fixated on it it's like like you said there's people that would just like quit and be like I can't do this thing
1: yeah and
0: then you know there's other people that get so fixated on it and it breaks them because it's like why isn't this thing working out for me like there's people that could have been in your shoes and wouldn't have even applied with the five eighty. Yeah. right because they've already told themselves no so i think there's just so much to kind of take from that story because i feel like you you just really you know pushed through
1: pushed through yeah,
0: that was like it. that that's like the, the the key thing in that story is like you pushed through like it wasn't like a thing of like a failure where you could just go back and re-strategize
1: mm-hmm.
0: right like it was you i mean going into the first exam you studied
1: mm-hmm. going
0: into the next or you studied so, wasn't it wasn't a thing of, like, you telling yourself, oh, Amy, you have to study. No, it's like, yeah. you've been never you know what you've
1: got wrong. So, it's like, you're studying, yeah. you're not sure. Because the thing about gym is, every question you get right, the next question will be harder. Right. <laughs> so, it's like a computer-adaptive exam. So, you're never sure which one is you're getting. Yeah. Right and, and it was just, like, a whole mental mess, but so the glory.
0: Nah, I'm happy for you. I'm really yeah, happy, I'm happy, happy for you. Like, I think, like, it's just it's just so impressive and I think it goes back to that spirit, right? Of just like yeah. being that entrepreneurial person that is very like, This is what I want, these are my goals, I have to get it, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's inspiring as well, just like the way you were able to almost just maintain your goal through the whole thing. Like beyond just, oh, I like I need to just keep taking this gym at it was like you actually had standards. You were like, I'm not going to mark. <laughs> I'm, and it's ridiculous when you say it now, but at the time it was like you didn't let that define you, right? Like you didn't let it be yeah. like, oh, like I failed and this is what I deserve. It was like no, like I failed but I can try again.
1: I literally was in a very hard knock situation because I, I had a, I had a contract job at Rogers. you were going to give me a full time job at Rogers for what for like move my contract to full time, and I declined it because we hoped that I would start school in January. So I didn't have a job at this point. I didn't have school, but I'm just like God. <laughs> you have to show up because if I didn't get into school, I would have to try for job. I just don't know what was going to happen. I'm like, ah, because my mind was already. Once I think about something, I already feel like I can do it. So my mind is already. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah.
0: So if you had to go back, if you had to go back, knowing everything that you know now, knowing that it worked out in the end, knowing how many tries it took you, would you have done anything differently yeah. at that time?
1: Would I have done every, anything different? I don't, like, no, I don't think so. I just felt like it was more of a learning experience for me. I won't won't change anything because I think I did all the things I needed to do. Um, I contacted people. I, every time I was writing the exam, I told the admissions team. Um, But one thing I learned, it was more of learning. I think one thing I learned was just be patient. I was more patient. I was more, it made me realize that life is not, it's not as rosy as, you know, In as much as you do A, B, C, does not mean you'll get D. Sometimes your life will come at you. you and it's not like you're the worst of persons for you to experience anything. things just happen and it's just a, a a test of character a test of you're yeah. going through life it's not because you know you not you know not dot on your eyes or cross on your teeth it's just life Sometimes, um, so yes. me? yeah it's just something that you have to realize that you cannot because most times we live in a microwave generation that we want things to happen just like this like you know, quickly. But sometimes you will have to go through detours and you just have to persevere through it and trust. Sometimes we trust our own ability, but we have to trust God in every situation that if you have a word, you have peace, you have assurance in his word, um, and I come from that from a biblical standpoint just because that's my background and I've seen how that has strengthened my, resolve, my faith, my life. Um, It will happen in due time. Um, One thing that I didn't even know that would happen was also me getting married. I was just like... Mm, this I no, I'm thinking, I'm like, god god is good mostly by principle
0: god is very good because to, to say to see i had called it to see i had called it
1: time you I, let you me just you
0: guys let me give you guys just this amy babe <laughs>
1: uh,
0: i asked amy a very pointed question I said, This Mr. Oduto, is there anything you want to tell me? Is there anything you want me to know? And he said, Oh no, uh, why?
1: Come
0: mm. to find out a few months after,
1: I don't know how many months, months after.
0: after, but a few months.
1: It was in June that you asked me about that because I mm-hmm. didn't on anyone in 30. Mm-hmm. And by November, you were engaged. And you were just like, hey, you messaged me, I just wrote my letter, like, you stopped this. <laughs> I didn't have you me there was nothing Trust okay me. sure if
0: that's what we're saying if that's story we're sticking to no worries
1: <laughs> Thank
0: yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for you i'm very very happy okay. for you i feel like your life just like has continued to trend in a very positive direction mm-hmm. and you know i feel like of the same principles that you've applied you know have have been consistent in all the different phases so speaking of life and speaking of principles I tried to do a segment. Do you know where I'm going? yeah,
1: yeah. Let's talk
0: about <laughs> living a meaningful life. <laughs>
1: living a meaningful life. Aha, living
0: a meaningful life. So
1: the summary of my life, living a meaningful life. Um, um, mm. yeah. in as much as I tried, I, I, you know, living a meaningful life started off as, a first of all, as a blog, and then transitioned into a book, and then a community. Um, first of all before the blog it was a slogan I've had since when I was 18 I just had like I want to live a meaningful life and yeah. then, even after I was done school when I was trying to you know start a blog I hadn't had the, I, don't, I didn't have a job yet I started a blog but I didn't know I, I, didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to call it the only thing I knew about starting a blog like I knew what I wanted to talk about I had to talk about purpose I had to talk about because I found my purpose very early like when I was 18 I knew that you know I was not called to like Everybody did not grow up in families that I grew up in a lot of people have dysfunctional families, and once you have a dysfunctional family, it's very hard to for you to have a sort of a concrete uh positive idea about life and what you're called to do. So I've I've read so much. Miles Monroe was my I'm not calling him my idol, but I I drank Miles Monroe. I like I've listened to Miles Monroe. Like I think I don't think anybody cried as as much as I did when he, when he passed on. Well, he's a legend, so he still use maybe um but i think i could preach miles monroe but i have to tell myself that i'm not miles monroe so it was that deep. so so i think when i started living a meaningful life um as a blog i was talking about, uh, about how to find your purpose how to make the right choices different things and then <laughs> if somebody i would bring something into this question again anyways <laughs> <I> said, um because <laughs> it's actually Right now, I'm just also in a gratitude zone because mm. um three months into starting my blog in 2015, God laid it on my heart to turn my blog into a book. But first of all, knowing that I I am not a writer, I study computer science, I'm, I'm more of a math person, I'm not a writer. Um, I, I they used to beat me when I was small because I was the only one that, I did not read books. My, my siblings were reading books, I'm initially cooking. So it's not like I, was, I used to read. So I was not like a book person. But God told me to turn my blog into a book. I'm just just three months in. But one thing that has followed me all through my life, I'm a very consistent person. So once I started my blog, I made sure that I, even though I, I post at least once a month, and even though I don't have a post to put, I will repost another person's content. It doesn't have to be my own content. So um, I was consistent. So I had, so when God told me about it three months into my blog, I literally just swept the idea to the side and did nothing with it. I'm just like, well, I don't think that's good. Shasha, 2015, Move fast forward to 2018. By 2018, no, sorry, by 2017. No, fast forward to 2017. By 2017, I've been writing on my blog consistently for two years. 2017 came, um, you know how God just sends people into your life at different seasons. So, something came. And one faithful Sunday, I don't even know what happened. I entered church and Sophie is here. And just like, Oh, that did I see something on Evelyn? And I, I don't know. I don't even know how she knew that I knew Evelyn, to be honest, or how I knew I really don't know. But she just came to me and said, Oh, that Evelyn opened up um a publishing company. um And, and or it, like, she's taking in um, people to write books. For, and I literally have not told anybody about book. I just I just was well, just something so when Tosin said me, I'm like, okay, oh, for real I'm like, okay, send me the link me not thinking anything about it all that's how uh, I saw a webinar, I followed up with the link Tosin sent me, and I saw a webinar um, from, from Heather and Cornelia saying that um, um, they were having a, how to write your book in publish your book in I and then for that webinar, after I went for that webinar Three months later, I was in an Uber and I saw my, I just had a flash of myself giving um speaking to live audiences and like speaking to students, speaking to um, organizations and giving speeches. And God said, If you if you don't do this, I'll give I'll give this to someone else. Hey, it well, was just that was just like a light bulb moment to me. And once that happened, I literally contacted um the person that Tosin linked that to I followed up with the link that Tosin sent to me. I asked them how much it cost to, so you write a book, and at this point I've not written a book. But once I paid my first, <laughs> I paid the first instalment. That's how I everything I'm seeing in my blog. And it yeah, went from came a book on the other, and to God be the glory. We living a meaningful life as a book came into play 2018. Thanks to all the destiny relationships God put on my path, so to him being one of them. And this was for real. And, yeah. you know, that that came to light. So my first book was published by the Lindsay's company, a main course. And then um, after that, I felt like a book, um, life is not a one, a one side fits all, you know, I cannot, what, what happens in my life, because most of, most, most of the things I shared in the book was mostly my life experiences. Of, of course, I shared different principles on relationships, you know, on balancing your life, different aspects of your life and everything. But I felt like it was more of a forum. I need to create a forum whereby we, are, we talk about these things and it's just not a book. Hear other people's experiences, see how we can help them and provide people with resources, you know, to grow and support each other as we grow through life. We are adulting. This is something that we've not done before. But I also wanted like to put people that were in the same space, even even um, young adults that were in the same space, also accomplishing things. So people don't think that you have to be 40, 50 to make a difference, but you can make it even while you're young. So, and that's how living meaningfully as a community was birthed. And to God be the glory, we've, you know, we've tried, we're still thriving, there's still so much in our works, God has still giving us ideas, visions. And yeah, that's how living a meaningful life as a whole, as Has been
0: so late. That's amazing. That warms my heart so much
1: because
0: (laughs) I just feel like, ah, I'm a prophet soon. I'm (laughs) I'm
1: serious. Look at (laughs) how Tati has been involved in my book and my partner, my husband. Well, it's well. So
0: let me know the next thing that you're gonna tell you, you See, can't. maybe maybe it's my nieces and nephews. Maybe that's my next assignment. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Who knows?
0: Hmm. Let's just be watching because at this point, what I'm carrying, me, I don't even know. We <laughs> really don't know. Well, you
1: just you know, keep pouring your light to so other that, that's why I keep reaching. No matter how no no matter how much, because most times we are concerned with me, 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 what I want to accomplish and everything. But sometimes God gives the ideas not just you know, for yourself, but for other yeah. people. There's no... How many things can you accomplish? But how many things... Well, just think of an idea you can give somebody and somebody will tell you, because of this person, I am this person. Right? So it's better to light up other candles. That's supposed to be just the only candle that lights up and uh, then let, you, yeah. uh, let your legacy live on. Yeah. So thank you, too.
0: I love that. And yeah. I think for... <laughs> i'm very very like and I, I say this like you know real talk for 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 a second like mm-hmm. i'm very very thankful to have even gotten to like i feel like you're very fertile soil so in any way that i've been able to like you know mm-hmm. kind of swim into your life i mean it's vice versa like if mm-hmm. we you know start to get into it right like mm-hmm. but you know in any way that means add any kind of value to your life like i'm very grateful for that opportunity like and i don't you know say that lightly as well so mm-hmm. You know, I'm, it, it just, it really warms my heart because there's times that, like, I'm one of those people where, like, anybody, I love seeing people build. Like, that's, that's a lot of things I'm doing right now yeah. are because of that. Yeah. And so I tend to be one of those people that when anybody tries to do anything, right, yeah. they call Tose because, yeah. you know, think can give them some kind of guidance. Um, and I love that.
1: But what I've leader. seen so, my market, um, first of all. Let me just this is my, my extraordinary market. If I have anything I, any any idea, Tosin, this is a, yeah, how can we market this thing? And Trusten will just bam bam bam, bam. This is what you, do,
0: what you, do. You, you know what's so funny is I have a question <laughs> for you that is in line with <laughs> market suit. So that's actually ah. hilarious. I just said
1: that. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 so
0: be, I was trying to be professional. Amy,
1: <laughs> Amy, please,
0: please, I'm a professional podcaster. Okay, you. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I can't remember what I was saying. But yeah, oh no, no, I remember. I was saying that, you know, there's sometimes that, like, we're people, like, you know, you, you do that kind of work and you, like, maybe say a few things, share thoughts, exchange mm-hmm. ideas but those things don't really go far and i don't fault anybody for that because executing is not easy but i find that you are one of those people that like you execute like one thing about Amy, she's going to execute and it's just so beautiful to see things that were once a conversation become a reality right like i can't explain to you how happy you made me when i saw your book launch and like I literally remember the pen you had when you signed my copy. Ah. You know? Very much yeah. an exciting moment. Just being there celebrating the bookload. Yeah. <laughs> even beyond that, right? Like, I remember I went to Nigeria and I went to Roving Heights and your book was on the shelf. Oh,
1: snap. And I was Did just like, ah! That was my person! Like, oh. You know?
0: And it just to yeah. be to, like, I actually recorded your book on the shelf. Um, no, it's like it's just so exciting to be able to see you do all these things, like blaze all these trails, and just like be yourself authentically, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm very, 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 very proud of you. Like, I'm actually very proud of you. Like, you, you, yeah, you, you're just one of those people that like you get things done. And I think one thing that's also consistent about you, Amy, is you care about people and it's not just something you preach because a lot of your message is about people and about caring and stuff like that. But it's something that you live, right? Like all the people that come and like pour into the things that you're doing and work with you, like you care about them. You're intentional about those relationships. Like you invest in people, you spend time with people, like you, you do all those things. And, you know, I find that a lot of times when you, you know, volunteer for stuff, like it can just become such a daunting exercise, yeah. but I feel like for you, like when you're bringing people to work with you, like you're very, very mindful of. I don't want this to be daunting. I don't want this to be like, you know, something that you regret doing, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that that's just so, so, so beautiful. Yeah. But you know, let's let's talk about the the book rollout, right? Because I feel like that was a very like a huge milestone for you. Like your book launch. Mm-hmm. So, how did this blog that turned into a book, mm-hmm. that turned into a community, end up on shelves? Like, how did you, how were you able to get oh, the book in I... people's hands? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so um I think there are two parts to, or I did my research, but I found that there are two parts to book writing there's the writing of the book, and there's the marketing of the book. The book is not just going to sell itself. Um so as I was writing the book, once I finished writing the book and I, I sent to the book publishers because I didn't self-publish, once I sent to the publishers, I started researching on book distribution, book marketing, how to no, not just um yeah, word of mouth to your friends, that's it, but you want how can you still make like up to date and make passive income? My book still sells in different in different distributions, knowing that I had a lot of ideas. So mine was getting it into doing book launches. Um, personal ones and also trying to get into stores like local stores here and local stores back home just because that's that's the way I, I, I normally went to Nigeria at least every December or something so I I contacted I had a millions of different bookstores to contact of course some people will tell you that the type of books that we have, they need on, the, on their shelves and everything but I took it on myself to write emails to different companies and telling them that I want my book in their in their store for distribution. Of course, I had to sign contracts with all the different um, companies. Um but also another thing I did was more of I knew that people like our generation, most people don't just you know want to read physical books again. So I had ebooks, but one thing I had to do which was it was challenging but God also sent someone to me. I had to do an audiobook. So I have an audiobook book for living a meaningful life and the audiobook mm-hmm. came a year after. And that was not recorded by me because I felt like I another thing that and I was struggling to the, do. I want to do I, do, I really want to record this book. And something about me one of like I talk very fast, so I had a challenge saying I want to record by myself. Um, I'm just like, I, need, I know that I need an audiobook, but do I want to do it? But God sent someone to me, like, this was also a relationship I had, and um, it was he offered to record, go to the studios to record for me. So the living the Living a Meaningful Life audiobook is recorded by um one of my my big brothers, his name is Irezi, and he recorded that and that also I think the audiobook still date is still the one that listened to the most. So if I skip that portion, um I won't have had the goal to have had with living a meaningful life. I still feel like I can do more marketing. Even this year, this this is a good time to even market the book setting, people are trying to figure out their life right now, start of the year, but um, I, um but I feel like that was, those things, I'm trying to distribute my my books to different places, give, give me a, give me a new full life, a traction, aside just that, also starting the community, knowing that even when we have events, we sell the books, so trying to put the books in, in, people's, in people's faces, was also something that, you know, made the book not just a one time thing, it's still something that's like living, it's still something that's like active. Even as I, even no matter, even as I'm writing other books, living a meaningful life is still dear to my heart because it, not just being my first book, but just the fact that the testimonials that have come in, like it's a book for everyone. It's not just a book for young adults, it's a book for, for everyone, just about life and it's very relatable. It's, I'm not using big grammar. This is me just as a non writer, that I am, that God just used to say, Okay, I want to pull because sometimes when I'm in my book, I'm like, Huh, is this me that wrote this thing? I thought it doesn't feel like it is me, so I'm just grateful that I was a willing vessel and I was able to execute. I think that's that's um, where things stand. I
0: love that so. Let's talk a bit about just, like, this knowledge economy that we're in. I keep saying that to make myself feel smart. Knowledge yeah. economy. Um, but when it's when it time, yeah. you know, where knowledge is, is you know, valuable, right? Knowledge has always been valuable. But, like, I think, like, there's this, you know, added value from how fast the world is moving. Yeah. And people just being able to versus... Waiting and like doing as much research as they once did. To just ac- access like curated and consolidated information. Like yeah. that's a huge thing. And you talked about like passive income. So what advice would you say that you have for someone who is looking to, you know, de- start developing passive income like that? Like, mm-hmm. how would you like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be like how to go about it. It can just be a mindset thing. Like what. If, if you were talking to somebody that was in that space, like well, in fact, you are talking to somebody that's in that space, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: now I've created a course. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> give <laughs> advice to people that are trying to just make that kind of income.
1: Um. So, um. thinking about marketing, there are different types of ma- marketing. There's one where you tell, word of mouth marketing, which is great, where you tell people about, okay, this is what I you have. There's also experiential marketing, right, where you give people like, a taste of what is um, and of course, there's referrals and everything. The one that works the most is referrals. Experiential marketing is also very good. Word of mouth great. but I think referrals and experiential are where people taste what, and when they taste what they um, what they want, you always make sure they have a wow well effect, meaning that the experiences you give them is much more than what they expected. That way, they trust your product. So if you're meant to, let's say you sell something, you're meant to, you have a cost right now, and, you know, the course. So most of them people just give the snippet of the course. But if you give them something very tangible that would meet them, like, if they already feel like they've done the whole course. In, and they are more mm. willing to, like, wow, I was able to get this for free. They're more willing to invest in the full course. And the one people that have tasted your product, it will not just who have done the full thing, who have done experiential, reach out to them to tell them, please, can you refer, refer, refer this course, talk about it, because, Word of mouth referrals are what works it's not just you can have only so much you can market yourself people would yeah people would your friends would believe you and everything but people that don't know you cannot reach the people that you don't know the only way you can reach people that you don't know mm-hmm. is through other people so you have to yeah. and of course we have to do the groundwork the groundwork is trying to get at least our first of all reach our own base trying to promote as much as possible. Promotions are in different forms. You can promote on your social media pages and everything. There's also like paid advertisements. Sometimes we have to invest in the short term for long-term gains. So you have to, like, if it's um, um, doing promos on Instagram, promos on sites that you know that are valuable, or speaking to influencers. Um, As I'm speaking right now, I'm speaking to myself, because much as these are things that I want to do too, but it's just time or different things just take over. But I feel like once you just flesh those things out and even though we don't do everything all at once, let's say in, in month of January we can focus on just one. If it's experiential marketing, just giving people a taste of your product or posting a taste of your product online and then seeing how people react to it. Um it's a way to build I think consistency. One thing about people is you can't just see something once. You have to even when people are not buying or doing it, you have to keep 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 at it. Let them sell yourself. So Let people see that there's results. Even when you're not getting results, still sell results. I tell people, you have to be able to be marketable. You have to be able to believe in what you have because if you don't believe in it, nobody will believe in it. So you have to be able to push that, your message forward. I, it, might, it might take a while, but you have to persevere towards that. And when you are in doubt or when you don't know what to do, I feel like um, you should have two or three people at your side. God has blessed us tremendously. Relationships are key. I know I preach about relationships a lot, but have people on your side that will push you because sometimes this you just feel blare. You just like, what's the point? You've wasted money, you've done you know all this. But once you have people holding you, people that will introduce you to other people that will help you, you it's top of mind and you feel that you can actually do something and you'll you feel better with time. You even you know, not that you have to persevere, you'll see results with time. So I think the goal right now, I tell people, just keep at it. Write your plans, write your goals. How you want to establish what you have, and then you might you might do a lot of groundwork right now, but in the long run, will pay off.
0: Wow, oh, that was very profound. Like I I, I got super because I, was, I literally took notes, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that's I, I need to even just like extract this portion of the podcast and like post it like as a thing that people can read and go back to because you know. First of all, there's a lot in there, like in terms of actual actionable things. Mm-hmm. Um I think like you 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 said, okay, one key thing, you said give people something tangible, right? Yeah. And I think like sometimes you don't really think about that element. Like you said, like we think, oh, let me just give a snippet, but it's like, no, what value are you delivering at that mm-hmm. level that is like, you know, it's almost like yeah, giving out the thing you've worked so hard to build out for yeah. free. But, but then, then it's yeah, actually yeah. that free thing that is yeah. going to draw people in yeah yeah right um you've also said like the results like showing that like results 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 like even when it doesn't feel like that i think like that's such good advice and cool. you've given me an idea like just from you saying everything you just said everything i literally had to write it down sure. give me an idea for my own course that i'm actually Going to execute, and when I execute it we'll and when back. it performs, I will now come back and tell you that it was this like conversation. It, <laughs> it was oh, glory this conversation. Hallelujah. No, I love it.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, I I just you you are just such a light. Like I think like that word, like bright light or that term bright light, just so you know. Positively or perfectly captures who you are and your essence, and I feel like anybody that like listens to this podcast, they are going to just be able to feel that, right? Like it's 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 unmistakable. Like you can't miss this. Like just who you are as a person, what you believe in, what you live every day, and you know, I'm just so thankful that you came on the podcast that you had this conversation. Mm -hmm. I like. There's just so much. I feel like every like every time I thought, oh, this was going to just be like chill, like Amy was like value. You're going to get value, and shout out to you for that Thank because honestly, like, <laughs> such a great conversation. Thanks, thanks,
1: thanks.
0: I always see thanks. this market, this marketing of your products. Like now that you're telling me you're writing another book, I'm like, we're going be- be- before before we come- go again. We go, absolutely we go again.
1: Before that book comes out, one thing. I'll let me just market here right now. It's coming out soon very very soon is my website as well mm-hmm. um so this one toast to has gone before ahead of me my, my, my website is coming out soon as well and just going to encapture all that like i've done a lot of things and i felt like i needed a portfolio that captures all that i've done and the value that you know yeah. i bring to the table and not just i bring to the Do table you know, I I have... work.
0: <laughs> because sorry sorry i have to cut you off because i thought you had one I, I actually thought you had question. one. And I looked it up. I'm not even joking. I actually okay. thought this already existed. And I looked it up, thinking like it was there. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh. I have and
1: question.
0: thank you for saying that, because I was actually going to tell you that, Amy, like, what are you doing?
1: We need it, a, you know, is it, is it, I don't know what it. you're calling it. Yeah. So mm. I have that. So that's coming. By God, for the for the, for the end of the first quarter of the of this year it should be out um and then yeah. it's not just going to be my portfolio but I'm also going to provide services so I know um courses are not not not, not now it's where God lead but right now it'll just be more of one-on-one consultations clarity calls with people connecting people with people I feel like I want to help people achieve their I'm very passionate about people understanding their purpose and most times people think once they know it's one thing to understand what you're called to do is another thing to work in it most times people have ideas yeah. just in now in their mind, but they don't know how to execute because they don't know how to go about it. But I want to like be able to hand hold like hold people's hands and not just sometimes most of the things I do is not because I can't do them. I'm a good delegator, I'm a good person, I know how to delegate, I know who to help me. So I I think if we have that support, if people have that support and have, knowing the right people to, you know, work with, it'll be it'll be much easier for all of us to grow together. I feel like I'm yeah. a fan of me just rising, but I want to actually, I think this year is more of me just hand-holding a lot of people as much as I can, and pour as much as I can yeah. into them. I know that I can only do so much, um, but I, like I told you earlier, I want to at least shed my light to other candles, people that I can see that would, you know, they, like you said, like a fertile and then grow, grow things. So that's what is coming up. And as time yeah. goes by, the next book is coming, by God's grace, for the end of this year too. But yeah, that's those are two yeah, things that are
0: currently in the works. And we should we should talk more about the website. At least I've yeah. kind of gone through that journey of like building my website, yeah. and I know what went into it. So yeah. like,
1: we'll, we'll I have got our own, got own you. private podcast,
0: our <laughs> own private <laughs> private <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, we'll, have, we'll talk
1: about. No, that.
0: no, seriously though, I feel yeah. like I I know how complicated it can be sometimes yeah. to kind of map things out, and I, I had references as well, like that yeah. I was like. You know, kind of going through anyway others we'll say that we'll definitely let's talk about you. it like i want i want to see it happen i want mm-hmm. to help you make it happen so mm-hmm. let's actually like let's 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 touch base yeah, we'll um and you know i think in general like there's so much that you you have coming down the pipeline right like you've already yeah. said and i definitely want people listening to to stay in tune with amy because you know follow her on social media I'm going to, you know, put your handle in the description box everywhere. But Thank like, you. it's Amy Oduto. You, yeah. Am, I, am yeah. I tripping? No, no,
1: that's that's right. E M I O D U N T A N. E M I O D U N T A N on every platform. Wow.
0: Beautiful. Yes. Finally, I, <laughs> actually, because I, mean, I know before, that, like, that you,
1: no. you all you
0: cannot merge all your platforms
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: yes it's
1: a thing. yes we love that
0: experience. so you did oh. more on every oh, and so, Instagram.
1: yes it,
0: uh, and it, it's worked out it's worked out very nicely yeah, nice. yeah. yeah
1: it did. thank god
0: yeah all right thank you so much amy i think the, the network has even started to like break up a bit <laughs> unfortunately but it was still <laughs> it was still such a great conversation and I know you and I, as always, will continue the conversation, just keep talking about all things purpose, all things building, all things entrepreneurship. And just thank you again for coming because I feel like this it's, was really good. I'm it's, very, it's very, really very pure happy joy. to have had the conversation. It's very
1: really really pure joy. Like I said yeah. earlier on, all that you've done is just you're just you're just scratching the surface. You too, you don't even yeah. know all the things that you're going to do, but with everything I feel like consistency will pay off, even when it doesn't look like it keep at it um but you've you're such a fun vibrant personality that um with your smile with your everything things will come together And i'm always here for you you know that um i'm always yeah. here to support promote to to hype you i don't think you can, i can hype you as much as you hype me but i'll do a good job in jesus name amen but yeah thank you amen <laughs> <you. laughs> oh, thank you bye
0: Hi guys, I'm going to just tell my private service me, but bye
1: (laughs) y'all.